This text is often used to beat up on Peter. Everyone seems to remember how Peter sank when he saw the wind and the waves. But I came by here today to preach to Peter because I believe that there are some Peters here that, that are dealing with life situations. They're troubled along their way and, and they, they need help. Well, let's go back and look over the text. He finds the disciples of Jesus. Jesus told them to go over to the other side. Then Jesus leaves them alone and, and while they're working through the dark, they're struggling through a storm. They are trying to row. They are trying to make their way to where Jesus told them to go. And the text says that they see Jesus, but they do not recognize the Jesus that they knew. Have you ever been there? They, 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 they said in the Greek word what has become our English word, it's a fantasy. Here we are struggling on the storm and we've been wishing for help and now we think we see Jesus. But Jesus speaks to them to be to take courage because he is there. Have you ever been there where you heard the Lord say, I'm here with you in the midst of all of your struggles, in the midst of all of your trials, in the midst of all of your circumstances, take courage. I'm here with you. But on the other hand, they see what they do not recognize as Jesus. They, they only seem to see a fantasy. They only seem to believe that it's made up in their mind that Jesus is coming to them walking on the wall. Let me, let me pause here because there's a belief in this time that the, the water was beyond even God's control. So when they see Jesus walking on the water, they see Jesus taking control and authority over a circumstance that they had come to believe that God himself could not deal with. I, I know we've been in some places and felt sometimes that our money has been so short that there's no there's not even hope for us in God. We felt like our bodies were sick and decrepit and, and we were lost, a lost cause, and we felt like there's no hope for us in God. The, the text approaches us because we see Jesus come in a situation where we think it's beyond God's control. And, and each of these disciples have to make a decision. What do they do with the vision of Jesus and the voice of Jesus telling them to take courage? I told you this text is used to beat up on Peter because he sunk. But can I help us today because none of the other folk who saw Jesus, none of the other folk who heard Jesus say take courage stepped out of the boat. They all remained in their comfort zone. They all remained in a place where they didn't have to struggle with their situation, hoping that it would pass after a while. But Peter, dealing with a fantasy, dealing with the fact that I think I see God in this, says, Lord, if it's really you, 
I don't know if you've ever had a moment like I've had when I had to ask God, Lord, if it's you. I, I know what I believe, but I'm not sure about it. I, I see the problem before me, but Lord, if it's you. Then Peter asked Jesus something strange. He said, Lord, allow me, call me to walk to you on the walk. Now, now I, I did some sermon research this morning, and I and, and while I was getting ready, I, I I ran the bathtub. I ran some water in the bathtub, and I I created some water on the bottom of the tub. I tried to walk on water, but every step I took, I felt the water rising on my ankles. Here, Peter says. To Jesus, Lord, if it's you, give me a, the authority to deal with my situation and come to you. Lord, if it's you, call me to walk on the water. You know, Peter asked Jesus to do something that is unnatural for him. Many of us are dealing with situations and problems and circumstances that when God gives us the command, we we were dealing with things that are unnatural for us. Well, well what do you mean, preacher? I'm broke, but God tells me to give. I'm sick, but the Lord tells me to keep going on. I, 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 my, there's trouble in my family, but the Lord keeps guiding me through. We find ourselves in life dealing with times where we are walking on water. But did you really read the text? Everyone focuses on Peter's sinking. But the text says he walked on water toward Jesus. Y'all didn't hear it yet. I, I told you I tried to walk on water. And I failed, but the text says Peter walked on water toward Jesus. Y'all still didn't hear me. He emphasis on there, but it's really an ED. He walked on the water, meaning he had done the impossible dealing with his situation the going to Jesus. He actually took authority over his troubles. He walked on the water. And, and, and I glean from Peter because so many folks talk bad about Peter. Isn't it, isn't it interesting that folks who won't do anything always talk bad about you when you're doing something. Everyone in the boat seemed to focus on him sinking and crying out and the fact that Jesus said to him, oh ye of little faith, but Peter walked on water. I want some water walking folk that know that when you come up in a situation in your life and troubles come on every side that you take steps in impossible places. You you tread over stuff that you thought would have you. He walks on water, but don't just step out. I told you I tried to walk on water, and I didn't make it. Here's what I learned from Peter. Before you step out on water, you better make sure you got the one who has the ability, the grand authority to tell you to come. Now, he, he, he's in a situation at 3 o'clock in the morning, and, and I know we're some country folk around here. We, we don't have the street lights lit up at night, so when it's 
dark at night. You can't see anything but the sky. And he sees this at 3 o'clock in the morning that Jesus is coming towards him, but he doesn't just jump out of the boat. There are a whole lot of folks that try to get ahead of God and try to jump out before asking him, Lord, give me the authority to deal with what I'm going through. Lord, give me the strength. Give me the courage to handle my business in the midst of my struggle. Before we step out, we've got to make sure the one who has authority has granted us authority. And we also got to make sure we're going in the right direction. Don't, don't look over it in the text. It says that Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water toward Jesus. A lot of times we get out and we try to handle our situation, but we're going in the wrong direction. Now, now the text presents a troubling part for us because when it does get to the fact that Peter saw, he said he saw the wind. Y'all, y'all, y'all ain't with me yet. So come here. He saw the wind. Look in front of your eyes now and tell me the air you see. He's out there trusting God. And the invisible becomes a threat for him. So much so that he takes his eyes off of Jesus. He, he's out there trusting in God, walking on water, and then he sees the invisible. And because he sees the invisible, he takes his eye off of Jesus. We, we've been dealing with some situations and every now and then something that we thought might happen has caused us to take our eyes off of Jesus. We, we've been going through the storm and what we thought was coming it's caused us to take our eyes off of Jesus. We, we've been going through troubles and trials and hardships and what we thought was coming next caused us to take our eyes off of Jesus. But here Peter reminds us that when we walk on water, when God gives us the authority to deal with our situations of life, we've got to keep our eyes on Jesus. Now, for those of you who think that Peter has lost hope, because he, take, he has taken his eyes off of Jesus, the text says that when he realizes that he begins to sink, he immediately calls out, Lord, save me. And here's what I'm glad about. Jesus didn't give him a sermon. Y'all pray with me now. Jesus didn't preach to him how he should have trusted in him before he saved him. Before Jesus reached down to where Peter had fallen, he didn't try to chastise him and change his ways, but the first instinct of the Savior is to save the one who has fallen and become subject of their struggles. The first instinct of Jesus is when we have lost sight of him, 
He immediately reaches, reaches out to us. He, he immediately lifts us up. He shows us that even when we have been distracted by what we thought was coming, he has not lost his ability to save. I need some folk to rejoice with us today because there has been some times in our lives where we've been going through things and we have taken our eyes off of Jesus, but yet and still, he rescues us. Yet and still, he delivers us. Yet and still, he reaches out to us. We've taken our eyes off of him, but he has not taken his eyes off of us. I'm glad today that even when he has granted permission, he, he, he now, 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 is a kicker because Jesus told them to go over to the other side and while they were in a storm they thought they wouldn't make it to where Jesus had told them to but if Jesus told them to go on the other side they were going to make it y'all didn't hear me yet if Jesus told them to go to the other side there was nothing that they were going to encounter that would stop them from making it where Jesus had told them to go. Jesus told them to go to the other side. And while they were struggling in the storm, while they were in fear in the storm, we ought to know that there's nothing that we can go through that will stop us from getting where the Lord wants us to be. They encountered a storm. They were troubled. They were perplexed. They were struggling with their situation. But Jesus showed up and let them know that they were going to make it to the other side. Many times we get caught in storms and we feel like giving up. We feel like throwing in the towel. We begin the journey walking on the water and it seems like we're going to make it to Jesus. And then we see the invisible, which takes, which causes us to take our eyes off of Jesus. But I'm so glad that all 12 of them had a decision to make. But I'm glad that Peter had the faith. I'm glad that Peter had the ability to trust in God enough that if the Lord told me to come to him, walking on situation, walking on unstable ground, walking on shaky grounds, leaning on a leaning post that would not hold up, as I keep my trust in him, I can make it to him. I told you I'm preaching to Peter today. Because a lot of us have been invited. Permission has been granted for us to overcome our situations and to come to Jesus. But somewhere along the lines, we lost faith. Somewhere along the lines, we let the struggle get the best of us. But Jesus still doesn't regard you as a lost cause. 
Jesus still doesn't give up on you. But he reaches out. Extends his hand. And lifts you up. Out of the situation you thought had you. Out of what you thought would break you. Out of the very thing you thought would kill you. He lifts you up and saves you as we stand to our feet. The doors of the church are open. <clears throat> I want you to hear. God has not given up on you. Life sometimes deals an unfair hand. This isn't like the situation where Jesus will sleep on a boat and he just simply spoke to the wind and waves to keep quiet. But Jesus allowed the storm to go on he and Peter connected. I know what you're looking like, looking at in life might feel like a storm. Might feel like you can't make it. But this storm is going on until you and the Lord connect. Until you lift up your voice and say, Lord, save me. You know, I like to ask questions of the text. And I thought about it. Peter was a fisherman. He, he lived his life working on the water. And I know if you're living on the water, you're working on the water, somebody ought to know how to swim. My question to the text is, why does Peter, the skilled fisherman, the one who lived and worked on the water, didn't just simply swim his way to safety? You can't get to where you're going working under your own power. The only way you're going to make it is if you and the Lord connect. So if you're here and you 